Seltzer Kings podcasts. On you, buddy. Doing, on you, buddy. A, are we doing a preamble? You're, everybody you're, start dicking around. Pussy uh, boys. Dick around. Uh, hey, uh, scripted manner. This is uh, just like uh, test. It's like personality stuff. Like, what do you? What's uh? Huh? Is the podcast like? Is it like? Is it live? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you asked for it, <laughs> and you got it, folks. <laughs> Welcome to Pussy Boys, the only and therefore number one podcast for real, hardcore, roughneck men who love their kitty cats. I am Danny Solomon, and my specialist little boy is Marv. I'm Zach Broussard, and my sweet little baby kitty is Mochi. This is Adam Newman, and I am a responsible cat dad for Greg and Holiday. Hi guys, I'm Nick Maritato. My sweet, sweet baby cat is named Lily, uh, Lilith, when she's being bad. You blew it again, Nick, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I think you have something to say that people should keep in mind if they are looking up Pussy Boys. Guys, before we dig in, I just need you to remember this. If you haven't listened to any of our other episodes, if you haven't let it sink in, it's Pussy Boys all Z's. One all right? word, all Z's, no reason at all. Remember this. Understand it, internalize it, all Z's, people. If you throw an S in there, it's your fault what you come up with. So that is our message to you, Z's. It's quite important that you don't Google pussy boys like two words with S's, because if you do, then the cops are going to come get you. <laughs> I'm bad boys, I'm bad boys. <laughs> that's I'm what you're going to do. <laughs> hey, hey, now. that's uh, My grandfather, anytime he would like, he would try to, uh, like, like, cause I liked rap growing up, and so my grandfather would be like, "Yeah, I know your rap," and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, what do you, you know rap?" And he's like, "Yeah, a boop bop beat a bada boo ba." It was always like just '50s rock and roll or and scat kind of like that would my I that would always make me laugh. R.I.P. Pop Pop. Um, but uh, he ain't no cat. Uh, so today's uh, topic, we're sticking with the topics. That's how good we are. We have now. This will be four total topics. Which means we're out of ideas. No, we'll be fine for at least six more. Yeah, seriously. This one is going to be called Cat and Around. This is the podcast in which we all talk about our experiences traveling with cats. It's a big thing, traveling with cats. As we talked about in the last episode, cats are great because you can leave their dumbasses at home and live your life. But sometimes you have to pack those dumbasses <laughs> up into a crate or something like that. And then you have to take them places. And you know what? There's a reason why cats hang out in, under the couch all the time. It's because they don't want to travel, at least in my experience. But we can get into They're that. They're scared. Bit. They're scared little puppies. Now, you're a, a fairly recent cat owner. Are you mm. the newest cat owner of all of us? How long have you guys owned Mar? Yeah, I would never call it ownership. It's a It's a <laughs> friendship. You set um, that up. I was waiting for that. None of us own our cats. I own my Nick. cat. Okay. I own my cat, too. I am the alpha amongst me and him, but I, there is no ownership But I involved. let him kiss my wife. We are. <laughs> I let him. We all kiss. It's a It's a, uh, a plural relationship. Proper. 
Um, but uh, I that's, think... Hey, Danny, are you being serious? That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what well, we I want did, people to take. Because I had this. to ask, because he's the guy who kisses his cat on the mouth on this podcast. That's true. That's we what should his... always follow up and be like, you're still doing that, right? <laughs> Not that it would be a problem, but I think I go cheek more than mouth. Ass um, cheek? Wow. That's so weird. It's right next to their nah. butthole pussy. Uh, uh, ass nasty. to mouth. Ass to ass. All right, all right. We're off the rails here. Um, uh, this is the rail I want to be on. How long have you been friends with your cat? Me and Marv have been buddies since 2019. So, yeah, uh, four years now. Four years. Of friendship, four years in, in Adam Newman terms. <laughs> sure. I, I've had Greg for five years, and I, but I've had cats my whole life. Danny, Danny's still new to yep, having yeah. cats. I'm the, cat. I'm the second newest pussy boy. I think we've, we've had Lily for about five years maybe at this point. Yeah, so, um, so have you had, I mean, you've only lived in the home that you found him in, that he came to you at. So you haven't traveled or you haven't moved with the cat yet. Yeah. No, this is this is more for those of you guys who have had to do the 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 cat uh, transportation because Marv has basically been a prisoner in our home since he came along. He was an outdoor cat. I think I said this before. Feral. But they call that feral. He, he was a stray is more the appropriate term. He, uh, I'm, I'm just learning a lot today. He bum. started out. He was a bum. <laughs> he was a freeloading. He bum. was unhoused. <laughs> he started out in Sun Valley. Actually, we know because he had a chip, and we checked the chip, and we went to Sun Valley to find the owner who had disconnected their phone, and they had abandoned their apartment right. as well. So. Um, he they started went out, off the grid. I think right. that's what we should assume. Well, if, if your cat's from Sun Valley, it came with a chip and probably a meth problem, I'm he assuming. Was, <laughs> I mean, he still joneses every now and again, but catnip seems to solve uh, most of it's it. It's like the methadone of... Yeah, uh, we're slowly whittling his <laughs> dose down until he's off the su- the sauce. The so, juice. yes, you're, we'll talk about strays and all that stuff in a future right. pause. We have we do have to stop, but I'm, I mean, I'm, your cat probably has gone to the vet, I'm assuming, Yeah, or had, had to been packed up. What's the experience of taking Marv around? So Marv what is, is he traveling? He's gigantic. He's big. He's a 12-pounder. He gets, he, we got a crate for him, a little kennel to transport him in. The only times that we've ever had to take him anywhere are when we've gone to the vet uh, or when he's gone to the groomer. And that's really the only transport I've had to do with him. I'm sure other people that he's known, other friends that he's had in the past, maybe they had their own experiences with him. I don't know why he left Sun Valley. There could have been a whole story there. He could have ran away, for all I know. But I think there's a lot of reasons to leave Sun Valley. Yeah. <laughs> how far is Sun Valley from where you live? It's a 20-minute drive, people. Man. I don't know how he got here. It was like it was like the, well, the amazing drove. story <laughs> of Marv. Like Toots is the cat. I like to imagine Marv doing that. I like to picture cats traveling just kind of, you know, curled up, sleeping in the back of a pickup truck or something. Just like a little bindle, a little cat bindle yeah. on the side. Yeah, of the road. Cute. he thumbed his way across town to Los Angeles. It's kind of like how I got, I fingered my way to Los Angeles. So <laughs> it, it, me and him are the same. But how do you get Marv in that crate? It's it's a it's a hopefully it's a treats deep in the crate that gets him interested, and then we got to do the tush push. He's not going to get into that crate <laughs> without a little help, and it's gotten to the point where we've actually had to grab him, wrap him up in a blanket. And then throw the whole blanket. Damn! <laughs> like that's... pin the arms and legs down. It's kind of like throw you're, the whole blanket. You're throwing into the a dead hooker into the river. Honestly, that's how it felt. It's like and it felt great. CIA takes someone to like a black site. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just throw a bag yeah, over their head. We renditioned Marv to the vet the last time. I mean, he he fucking hates it. What about when Marv is in the car? 
Marv hates the car as well. He meows the entire time he's there. I think actually the last time we took him, he didn't meow as much because I think he's getting used to the car ride. But I also think that a lot of the anxiety comes from the fact that when he's in our car, he knows he's going to one of two unpleasant places that he has to deal with for several hours. Either a vet who pokes and prods him and sometimes shoots him up with shit, or... Your mother-in-laws. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) I will cut it out. Let me ma- let me mark for time. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's a be- so you 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 do not have a traveling cat. Yeah. So, I mean, if all of you guys have a different experience, but Marv is a homebody, or he wants to be completely free. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad. <you're- laughs> I love that you described that. My cat is basically whatever the fuck he wants to be that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the boss. Do you think Marv remembers the vet? Like do you, you you made it seem like he's aware of the association of the 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 kennel. There's a fundamental question of how smart are cats, really. I think Marv is pretty intuitive about things. I think he knows what the crate means. I think he definitely knows what the vet means. Yeah, and he doesn't like it. Adam, yes, you you uh, proud uh, friend of two cats. Excuse me, I have to <laughs> yeah. remind myself. Uh, okay. Uh, both cats, are they traveling cats? Uh, we've never done like a trip with the cats, but my, uh, my cat, Greg, has moved from my studio apartment to where I moved in with my wife. And uh, Greg, from day one when I adopted him as like a six-month-old uh, kitten, um, put him in a box and he was the easiest. I mean, just didn't meow, brought him home, and it was awesome. And then I bought him a little you know, kind of soft pet carrier. Uh, and I leave it out all the time and he sleeps in it. He like goes and hangs out in it. Every time I pick it up and put it on the couch or the bed, he just jumps into it. And then I zip it up on top of him. and he has never, he just never cries. Uh, he loves being in there. Um, he's never cried in the car. He doesn't cry at the vet. He doesn't cry. I mean, uh, when I was dating my wife, I used to bring him back. I would like, you know, I'd bring him with me and, he was fine uh, at the new place and going back and forth. It was insane. I've never That's had a incredible. cat. And I grew up with a cat, Pudge, a little orange tabby cat who was just, it would take a dump and barf every single time and cried the whole time, <laughs> which is much more like what holidays it's like. It's a real Pudge move. Yeah. I like yeah. that. It's amazing that Greg is an easy traveler. I'm, com- I'm coming around on Greg. You've, you've yeah. uh, been selling Greg to us for a bit. I've never, can cool. you, I never in my life. Had a cat where you put out the thing and he just I we've the, the tush push all that stuff we've always had to trick a cat into getting in there. Holiday is a two person job. Yeah, Deirdre hold the thing open or hold her fucking claws back or whatever, and we have to basically shove her into the thing. Um, it's a nightmare. We try. Oh man, and I, we can get into this. It's not even much to get into. We tried to get one of those backpacks that has like the bubble on it. Yes, and, we uh, had one. Uh, of those. Yeah, Holiday. It's it's just it's. It, it, she hates it. She hates everything. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Now, Greg, though, Greg in the back. And Greg will get in the backpack. He doesn't. It's just for me. He doesn't look as comfortable in there. I know. It doesn't seem like they have a easy. They place never to like put their out. head in like the cat on the box. Yeah. We brought our cat to the beach once in it, and fucking hated the entire experience. Didn't like the backpack. Didn't like the sand. It was just. Yeah. We why like would a, you bring a cat to the beach? Because we lived right next to the beach during quarantine, so we Got were it. like, "This will be fun." But um. It's just weird that, like, because Marv loves to look outside. All cats do. They love to stand in the doorway or in the window and look out into the world and see, like, all of the crazy shit that's going on outside of the house. But yet, the perfect opportunity to be in a little window, 
portable. Look at things you've never seen before. Carried around. The whole world is your oyster, and you just flip out and shit and barf. Yeah. Well, I want to get to Mochi in a second, but since Greg is such a Greg, yeah. Since Greg is such a traveling cat. Did you ever think of like taking him to Venice Beach and like putting him over your shoulder like the creepos there who <laughs> have cats around their <laughs> uh, necks and stuff? Greg is almost able to do that, I think. And I can like I can pick up Greg and kind of carry him around the house from window to window and he'll look outside, but like he doesn't love being just held. So I oh I man, I get so when I see those cats being carried around like on the boardwalk or something, you're like, that's so it's cool. Greg, cool, I but don't is think... like that cat sedated? Like those cats were just draped like a scarf over yeah. like a pirate's shoulder on the beach is like it's like you're you, I know you're I know that your owner has a is abusing drugs and alcohol, but are you kitty cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could I, I don't think he would put up with that. At all, he would jump off and get freaked out and run away. I'm sure. Yeah. What about Mochi? Uh, Mochi is a bad traveler, despite being a very chill cat who doesn't care about the outside world at all. Mochi does not sit by windows and look outside. Mochi oh, doesn't care. Mochi doesn't care. Wow. Mochi's whole jam is that she loves to nap, and she's trying to encourage you to nap. That is her job <laughs> in life. That is why she's here. She's like a spirit animal. Who her whole thing is like. That's just how you connect to the other world. You need to nap. You need to get over your nap. This is what's great. Mochi, though, we do do the thing where we have like a little blanket we put in her bed or by her so it smells like her yeah. that we put in the thing. That's a good move. And it gets her in there fine. She's pretty comfortable. But something about the car moving. And I will say Mochi doesn't freak. And to her credit, Mochi is like never like going to piss or vomit and something like that. She just does like a And it's like that is as bad as it gets. Where she's like, I'm uncomfortable. Just think you should know. And once you just get over that that's going to keep yeah. going on the whole time, it's kind of fine. You just crank up the Foo Fighters, man. You <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just like, there goes my hero. That Holly is the same, though. It's nonstop crying the whole time. Yeah. You know what I think Greg would be good at that I haven't experimented with yet? And I don't know if any of your cast would be good at this. I've, I think maybe putting him in the car, no carrier he might be okay. Okay, so I'll get into my cat a little bit. I went uh, cross-country with my cat to move here. We drove here in a Volvo, and it was me and my fiancé and our cat and a couple of pieces of luggage, and then we shipped all of our unimportant shit. And we were so excited to see if our sweet Lily was a traveling cat. Uh, first of all, we had to book out a whole bunch of La Quinta Inns because mm-hmm. that's one of the hotel chains that allow you at least in a portion, uh, usually on like the first floor, you can have dogs and cats and stuff like that. We were the only ones, this is a sidebar, only ones that we would get in there and there, we'd have a cat carrier. Everybody else had like a fucking bulldog or like some huge dog that was taking shits in the hallway. <laughs> we had our little cat, drove it cross country from New Jersey all the way to Los Angeles. This fucking cat hated it and we set it up Mm -hmm. since we had all of our stuff in like one of those shipping pods we only had like just a suitcase each so we had like enough room we were like we're gonna let lily out and like we'll set up like some fun little areas for her so like we sacrificed to allow this cat to come out and like in our mind cat would be looking like like a dog like up paws up looking oh my god this is what santa fe looks like (laughs) (laughs) I've read about this. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, we, the ideas we had, this fucker stayed in that cat carrier and did that little mochi meow the entire time. And if not, was just like shaking with fear. 
after night one, we uh, we had gotten some pills from the from my dealer. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, my dealer is also her vet. Uh, she's actually just a vet. Um, but so we got the whatever they are, you know, um, the, oxycontin. The, yeah, it's uh, well, it's a it's some sort of a cat version of something that would chill you out, a Xanax. And they're like, you know, I was like so freaked out to give my cat a pill. And uh, I was like talking to the vet and I'm like, well, I don't want to really do this. And she'll probably be chill anyway. But like, what do we do? And she's like, oh, like, they're like, I don't know, break off a little piece and see how she does. And if she's fine, break off another piece. And we tested it out like oh, a couple of days prior because we wanted to see how she would do it on it. And it's just like cat got real dopey real quick and it was like kind of weird and i was like you know what we're not doing this she was so stressed after day one like we were like in some place in like virginia stopping and we we're like give her the fucking pills <laughs> and so we gave her the pill and she was really good the first night at this weird la quinta inn and then we we get in the car we give her the pill it, we had like a long drive that day it sort of wore off she didn't like it and we got to the next hotel like a la quinta somewhere in like little rock or wherever we were and we let her out of the cat carrier and we turn around and she's gone we can't find her we call the front desk they haven't seen a cat roaming around hanging out we finally found her like an hour later she had found a spot under the sink where like she went and found like a tiny little spot and we couldn't even get her she was so far up like our shoulders didn't bend that way and so that was night one. Eventually she came out. Then we're going to the next place. You know, it was like in Amarillo, Texas. A really not, By the way, La Quinta Inns, very, like, I uh, mean. I think I've stayed at the one in Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> it's and gorgeous. it's one of the nicest. Uh, it's, it was insane. <laughs> it's insane how nice it is. But also, like, on a Saturday night, if you listen hard enough, you can hear spurs. Like, I mean, this is like <laughs> Texas, Texas. Uh, so it kind of weirded us out. And it was like the middle of like a real bad COVID thing. And like everybody was at the one steakhouse, like uh, couldn't eat any food, ended up ordering Domino's. But uh, I digress. <laughs> no, that's dude. I, th- I literally, it was there around, I, I, there was like a Cracker Barrel, which is never my number one choice. And uh, it's it, your number get, two choice usually. Yeah. It was uh, that chicken fried it was steak. Like, yeah, it, did. <laughs> it was like two hours for a to go order. It was insane. Um, yeah, it's insane. Amarillo, Texas, like w- like right off of 44 or whatever, is like the most hot happening place in the country. <laughs> well, it is the last stop before like you just enter the Nothing. wastelands. Yes, and yes. That's why it's... It, it really is. Um, so we she's chill that night. Uh, we let her out of her... Ca- like, we would always be like, we'd open the carrier like, you want to get out of here? She would just stay in that fucking carrier. She hated us. She hated her life. We turn her back for a second. She's up. She's moving around. She's exploring. We're like excited. Okay, you're going to get a little something out of this trip, Lily. We, she goes towards a corner. We don't see her. She has burrowed herself into the box spring of this. And you can't move those beds. Mm -hmm. Like hotel beds are like welded to the wall. And so like we, there was like a space that some other animal had knocked a hole in. (laughs) And she was deep in this box spring. And you could kind of see her face. We spent the entire night trying to coax her out slowly with food, finally did. And we actually put her ass back into that fucking cat carrier <laughs> and let her sleep in that all night because we didn't want to risk it anymore. Of course, you have to. It was uh, it was such a traumatic situation for her. One time she got out of the carrier when we opened it up in the car. And of course, I'm driving. 
We're like, she's coming. It's happening. Mm-hmm. And like Lily, uh, Ashley's like excited. We're like turning the music down. We're like, the queen is here. She comes. She's on my lap. I'm like, okay, Ashley, she can't be on my lap. I'm driving at 900 miles per hour on, on 44. <laughs> she's like, no, no, she just, just, you're on cruise control. She then goes down to under the pedals. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. No. <laughs> no. Oh. I'm like, I'm on cruise control, but if something happens right now, it's either uh, we die or I crush <laughs> our cat's fucking skull under the brake. <laughs> Would you be able to live... If you crushed the cat, saved the other, saved you and your fiance. Listen, I mean, I, I, I'd be able to live, but I'd kill Ashley. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a really good uh, Sophie's choice because Ashley would hate you yeah. if you kill the cat. I can't think of a worse noise than screeching brakes and a screeching cat. <laughs> yeah, a nightmare, a nightmare. And we may actually hear a little bit from Lily on that trip uh, uh, in a couple of segments Ooh, from now. So okay, I'm curious about. Uh, tactics for traveling with a cat because one thing that did kind of work other than drugs, drugs do work. And they you, work. Do, you know that. Danny yeah. knows that. I, Danny definitely knows that. Uh, but I what? think... <laughs> I think Hello. that... Uh, you guys are, Have you guys heard of the Thunder Jacket? Oh, yeah. I've heard. Oh, not for cats. I've only heard, heard, heard of it for dogs. So they have it for cats too and that's what Mary did that... Basically, when we came across country is we did not travel with the cat. We left the cat with friends in New York. We moved with all of our stuff, and then we got a round-trip ticket for Mary. She flew to New York to get the cat and did just like a five-hour flight back. Sounds like it was a better scenario. Yes, <laughs> we talked about it. We were like, well, we can't fly with a cat. We have to drive it 70,000 hours across it was country. Also, but, and now I will say it was not great. Mary said that she just got really drunk on the flight because basically Mochi, Mochi cried did. the whole time. Oh. Mochi cried the whole time. She just didn't want to think about how annoying it was. Yeah, so Mochi's under the seat. Like They don't Mochi's stow the pets away and anymore. You they do, though. They, d- they stow pets away in the cargo hold. If they can't fit on, if they so and their carrier can't thing. fit under the seat. Yeah. So Mochi's small, as small carrier, uh, but Mary did drugs plus the thunder jacket, which I guess the whole deal is it just like, it basically simulates a hug. Mm. Do you, are you guys familiar with hugs? Adam, yeah. you may not be. No, I'm not. <laughs> My cat doesn't love hugs as much as the dog does. Yes. That's why I, I do get the thunder jacket for... Uh, a dog, but like my cat, like I, I can put clothes on my dog and it's funny and he doesn't even care. But I think it's just like a little bit of a constricting thing where yeah. the, it keeps them from doing, they just give up. Yeah. Uh, when I hug my cat, I'm what I, I'm hugging my cat, but my cat is really just being held so it can't move. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, that's basically what it is. There's not much. That's uh, why you whisper, stop it. Yeah. You stop right now. Um, uh, I'm super, pr- I, I've never given. I've actually never given the cats drugs, but the dog is also on some sort of like whatever it is, doggy Xanax or whatever. And we usually use it around like 4th of July and stuff when the fireworks are going off and it just knocks them out. And uh, if 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 I was if I needed that for the cat, I would absolutely give him yeah. a give him a little pill. It's I got no problem with that. It's all cool. I mean, that's why the vet says <laughs> I it's love okay. The way you said that. Can the, we just stop and say it's all cool, it's all cool baby? baby? That's how he got his prescri- his Xanax prescription from the doctor. It's uh, all cool. The vet baby. prescribes your cat something that it can take for anxiety. Yeah. That's all I need to know. And if you're going to put your cat in a situation that you know it's going to have no concept of, no way of wrapping its mind around, like going to a fucking airport, for instance. Like, what does that feel like to a cat? I would just, I mean, it's just the easy, hugs, not drugs, hugs and drugs, I say. 
Hugs and give drugs. It a, yeah. Give, throw the fucking kitchen sink at this guy. Better living through chemistry. It was invented for a reason. They didn't invent cat Xanax for no reason. Clonazepam. <laughs> is that what it is? No, I just said that. <laughs> I made it up. Lorazepam? Yeah, let's edit this out. <laughs> yeah, until we come up with okay, a good one. Let's so not do the pod. Our cats haven't traveled. Catavan. Yes. That's pretty that's good. Probably that's probably the time. Right right. That was an easy oh, one. That's really we, good. We're overthinking. So um, we haven't had great experiences of our tra- our cats traveling uh, when we want them to. Has any of your cats ever traveled when you didn't want them to? I'm saying, which of your cats have ever escaped. <laughs> Mine definitely has. Um, I mean, it's the first couple of years were just an adventure in trying to keep this cat like in the house. He wa- he he was not unhappy about living with us. He would always come back when he would escape, but we had to figure out the, you know, the whole him going outside on the back patio thing. He want he needed to go outside. He would meow his head off until we let him go outside. We didn't want to completely deprive him of the outside world that he had lived in and survived in for two years. I mean, he he still eats plants for no reason. I think he feels like he needs to eat any plant he sees to gain sustenance because he may never get another meal again. I, something psychologically, <laughs> something is happened still on there. that trip from <laughs> from Sun Valley, dude. What? He's got he's got he, when we found him or when he started visiting us. He had a chipped tooth and a scar on his little, on his like upper lip. You don't know what I did to get here. That's what it felt like. It felt like some, you know, just some badass, like, we're not going to talk about it. Kind of, like, well, you have just... a boy cat, so your cat was probably just raping away out there. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we don't know if he has any kids out there. Oh, we he don't has know, kids. We don't know if there's any fucking dead bodies. He could have like some, you know, some teardrops. Some teardrop tattoos. Oh, some teardrops were shed. Yeah. Uh, did you knew did, not you yourself, but did you get him neutered? We we did not have to neuter him because he already came pre-neutered. Okay. Thankfully. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, his original owners just left him for unknown reasons, but um, he actually got all of the stuff that a young cat needs to get from them, and then it was all about just kind of we had to when we got him. He was pretty healthy, except for the fact that he had a the missing tooth that had become infected, and he had like a few cuts and bruises here and there. Probably getting pretty healthy, some other than being the most fucked up cat you've ever seen. <laughs> he's got some. He's got a history. He's got a dark side. He's got a past. I don't ask questions. We don't talk about. We it. all do, though. You know, we all do. we all do. Now, he doesn't know about my life in New York. But has Marv like escaped the premises? So yes, that has happened. There was actually a time. So Natalie, my wife. She uh, was taking him in his little carrier to the vet one time, and she was alone. She thought she could handle taking the cat. He's a big-ass cat, as we've established. The carrier's pretty heavy, too. She thought she could handle taking it all the way to our car from our place. And I guess the bottom of the carrier kind of can separate. Wow. From the top, part. right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so this a lot of like them do that. Tim Robinson's coffin <laughs> drop, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Look, it <laughs> probably looked like that. It just came right out. The bottom just dropped. Marv instantly is on the street, panics, freaks out, and darts off into the Ooh. next neighborhood, onto the next block. And the way she tells it, he came through another gate. I, he must have thought it was our patio or something, but he went through the bars of another gate into some dude's lawn. And she had to enlist an unhoused man from our street to help her 
go over the fence and oh, grab the cat from some guy's lawn and bring it back. And the guy like totally helped her. Excuse and me, uh, smelly homeless guy. I'm, can you <laughs> can you touch? Uh... Well, he did. She she told me that he ended up asking her on a date afterwards. Oh, and you gotta you gotta go. She was like, so now that the cat's back, uh, what do you say, you and I? Go? I have a date with a feral man. We go eat some old hot dog buns together. Oh, no. uh, and it it was uh, it was not the only time that that had happened. He the the crate actually broke on me one time, and I had to go chase him down. And uh, there was there was not even a homeless man to help me. Wait, I had so to do it myself. How did? So where are the homeless people in L.A. when you need? Where them? are the good guys? Where are the good homeless men with a gun? So, hey, that's fascinating to me that Marv escaped twice and you were able to sort of see him and get him in that way like to me i feel like marv would just be like, out of here going to the next spot yeah, i i thought so too there so early on when we were kind of just feeding him on the porch we would we had sort of an indoor outdoor cat relationship but i think he and i both he and us you know we all wanted more out of the relationship so he started <laughs> coming in but you know there were whole days when we knew Marv, when we cared about Marv, but when he'd be gone and we didn't know if he'd ever come back. When he started living with us, we sort of needed to restrict his inside-outside cat for a little while. And when we started putting him out on the porch, the two times that he escaped, like the, the time in the crate, that was just an accident. There have been times where we had him out on the porch and he just saw a lizard, saw a bird, and just darted off somewhere and... We had to go after him and find him, and he never left the prem- the actual like the courtyard of our apartment complex. Yeah. He knew at least enough to not run so far away that he could never come back. We that's- are the greatest gravy train that these cats yeah, have ever. That's really? what I, th- I think. I oh, think there was yeah. an incentive. So many cats in neighborhoods who even like belong to other houses will just keep going every day to a neighbor's house if they're going to leave food out for him. Like, yeah. Your cat was not that cat. He was not running away at all when he's just staying in your apartment complex. He's just getting off the porch is all he's doing. He's chasing the, the, the animal that he wants to chase. He's got the natural instincts. But then he turns around and he suddenly realizes, like, what the fuck am I doing? Why would I ever leave this situation? I get all of the wet food I it's can It's not unlike as a guy who's uh, of our age going to Vegas where it's like, I can't do this anymore. Right. I right. don't need to be running away from something. Exactly. It's two to nights tops. Two nights tops. Marv Very is, moderate bankroll. Marv is monogamous now. I mean, He's, that's what it I, is. And we found that out actually because this is another part of the story. I started volunteering at the church across the street that does a soup kitchen they ended up telling me and, and Natalie that they knew Marv. He was a cat before he ever started coming to our apartment complex. He was like their resident indoor yeah. outdoor cat who would come and get fed over there for a while. They called him TC, which is short for the cat, oh. which still I thought it was time right. code. It's in our business. <laughs> me and Nick used to work in the clip industry together, uh, but it was it was stood for the cat. But the way they told it like they were just as close to this cat as we were. But then they asked if they could come over. One of the guys, Ricky, very nice guy, asked if he could come over and see Marv again, see TC. He came over. Marv was not into it. He was like, you're not going to make me go with this dude again. right? I'm not going to, I'm not going back to the old ways. I'm not going to the shelter. He made it clear. Like he went over, he, he did a little rub on the guy and then he came over to us and he like, 
parked right next to us and he like rubbed that's you know, dramatic that's a scene us, just like I making got all sure this now yeah wow. yeah i mean he knew what he had and we remind him every day like you're a fucking stray cat we could take you to where we found you and you would never come back so you cherish every moment with mommy and daddy <laughs> Uh, this is probably not going to shock you guys at all that Mochi has never run away. Yeah. I leave doors wide open <laughs> and she doesn't even look at it, doesn't care. It's a uh, like I'll just go work on something out on her patio, doesn't come outside, doesn't really care. Does she hunt? Does she have a hunt instinct? I think she caught a mouse for Mary when she was very young, but I, I think Mochi's just that <laughs> and then pre old was already lazy. Like she's yeah. just like, it's not her thing. And she's just sort of like, all right, I did it once. I'm good. I think we got to. I'm a cuddler. She proved to herself that she could do it. She's a real cat. I think so. And lately, we'll go on the patio. We're like, I'll open the on my patio when I'm like goofing around doing like we've got some plants. And Mocha will saunter out a little bit, and she will just like sniff around and go back in. She'll literally be like, "Not for me." Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. yeah. I mean, I feel it as a you know as a man approaching forty, as all of us are. It feels more appealing to just not try anymore. You know, why the the, the door can be open. Who cares? You know, who needs to go out in that crazy world? My first cat, when I was born already, that cat was an outdoor cat. And uh, so he was in and out all the time. But um, Pudge, the cat we got when I was like 10 and lived till I was 30, that cat lived 20 years. And just to be clear, Pudge is the one who shit and poop (laughs) and and shit and barf at the same time. Yeah, Uh, which Holiday does as well. Um, but that cat literally uh, was like a like a farm cat until he was like what six or seven months, and then we we brought him home. And I'm not about this. I don't like this. But my my parents, this was part of having a cat, is they declawed him in the front. Oof. So which is which sucks. And I don't think they he realized at the time how bad that was. But whatever. This cat had a wonderful life. But still, I just want to go on record. I'm anti declawing a cat. But he was declawed in the front. But just every time there was a crack in the door and we got this cat when i was 10 and my little brother was eight and we're in and out all the time so anytime just a little little opening this cat would just bolt outside and uh we lived in a neighborhood in uh at the time actually we in new hampshire but then we moved to georgia so this cat did move as well but um both places we had yards and lived in neighborhoods where everyone had yards and it was just my whole childhood i just remember chasing this cat through neighborhoods and cul-de-sacs and other people's backyards and stuff and whatever. And how do you catch that cat? You run until he eventually just lets you get him. Is yeah. it a food-shaking never... situation? Yes. Yeah, so that's funny. That cat did have um, uh, like a little jar of treats that you could you would eventually get him with. Uh, we never didn't get him. Yeah. We never had to like go inside without the cat. Except for the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one time. I mean, if you That's cor- the only time we didn't get him. <laughs> you have to corner the you cat. You only have though. to not get him once. Yeah, yeah, you really do have to corner the cat. You have but to, we like, eventually attack get him. Them, What about basically? Greg and Holiday? So, Greg and I don't know if I, I actually I don't think I told you guys this. Greg's backstory. I adopted him when he was like 6 months, 7 months old, but he had been returned to the shelter because somebody else had adopted him and apparently the story was they lost their house and they had to move into their truck or something like that. And they were like, let's just bring the cat back. It's been like a month or something. And so then I got him. And so I don't really know his history other than Greg doesn't seem to have any issues whatsoever. When I had my studio apartment, there was the only time he ever got outside there 
was uh, I was dating Deirdre at the time and she was over at my apartment and we were a studio apartment that the door just goes out like a motel just goes out into the world. Right. So there's no like hallway in the apartment building. We're hanging out and like we're watching a movie or something. And I was like, where's Greg? I'd had Greg for like a few weeks at this point and he's just not in the studio apartment. Uh, We opened the door. And he was just sitting outside the door. Oh. Just had no interest in going anywhere. Just wanted to come back in. And since I've been at the place I live at now, Saint just could not care less about an open door. Holiday, I think twice in the four or five years I've been around her, has like darted out the door once unexpectedly because she rarely does it. And then, as Deirdre puts it, is afraid of the sky. Like literally, looks <laughs> up and then runs back inside. Like is just it not is a interested. It's a fun thought for like real full indoor cats. Yeah, there's a lot for them to process outside. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think they're fully ready for it. Yeah, I tried to put Greg on a leash once over the pandemic because I thought it would be fun. It's Mary's dream. Yeah, uh, he didn't like it. He yeah. was really he he actually he backed out of it. He backed out of it and got out of it and just stood there and then I picked him up and brought Similar him Similar to the bubble backpack, I think there's a lot of things that are for the owners and not for the cat and I uh you know we have a leash and a harness for Lily uh back when we were quarantined in New Jersey, we would take her out on a porch cuz we were afraid at that point that she was going to jump and do something weird. And uh, she would walk around on that leash a little bit. And then uh, I think the move is you put the harness on them, like in the home, Mm. and let them just sort of get bored and use of the harness. And then you clip the leash on and bring them outside. And then so, but here... And then you can spin them around. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. The big swing. swing. (laughs) Um, Here at this, in our apartment complex... There is one cat that I, every so often I look, I see a, an owner walking down the path because we can kind of see our little path from over here. And this this owner just walks his cat down the path. path the cat sniffs around and does its thing. <laughs> and I'm like, man, we got to get our fucking cat out there. So, or, or is the cat walking the owner? Yeah, right. I'm, who's walking who? So. Who's <laughs> walking who? And that brings us to our, no, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> that's because Pudge liked getting outside. So, so by the way, I named him Pudge when I was 10. Uh, because when we got him, he was the runt, and he ate everything, and so we thought he was going to be fat, and he wasn't. Anyway, that's Pudge. And uh, But he wanted to get outside so bad that uh, we did start using a leash, and he loved it. It became like part of me and really? my brother's chores growing up. We had to walk Pudge for 15 minutes every day, and you take out the leash, and he starts rubbing on you and stuff. He lets you put it right on him, oh, and you take wow. him outside. And it's not like you walk him like you walk a dog. You just kind of take him out in the yard, and he chases bugs, and he'll lay around. And it was awesome. He was That's so good cool. on the leash. He caught two birds on the leash. He would like he had like a, one of the retractable leashes, and you Both could just let bald him go. Bald eagles. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you could just <laughs> let Trophies. him go. You let him go, and he'd he'd catch shit every now and again. That's amazing. It was I, awesome. I, I wish Lily had that instinct in her. She like once like tortured two like baby mice in Brooklyn, and we felt really bad for the mice. <laughs> yeah, um, Marva, we did experiment with the leash one time. I I'll throw out the question afterwards of whether or not walking a cat is embarrassing, but I was willing <laughs> to do it. But we put the harness and the leash on him, and he just like. That kind of confinement was so intolerable to him. He started flipping out immediately. And then on my patio, there was like the the high, I mean, there's like the, the fence that's like a, you know, metal fence, whatever, wrought iron. He 
jumped over the fence and it, what it appeared to be was him trying to hang himself with the leash. <laughs> That's He jumped over and was just like dangling for a little bit, like losing his mind. We were like, all right, we won't use the fucking leash. And Jesus. N- Natalie's homeless boyfriend pops out and he's like, I'll help with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, we've, we've, we've tried to do the, the, the leashing and all of that stuff and got to do it a little bit more. But as far as uh, Lily escaping, one time in New Jersey, we couldn't, we... We were like, there were so many people that would open up the door. My my mom was living there at the time. My grandma lived there. My sister would come over. There were dogs that were constantly coming in and out. So we were always like afraid that Lily was going to leave. And, and Ashley's whole thing was that Lily is a scaredy cat, doesn't want any part of like escaping. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And one day, like the, the room that we sort of kept her in 90% of the time, she just wasn't there, shaking her food. Our little fatty caddy usually runs right out for that food. Did not come out. And now we're like on the Jersey Shore, like panicking. And literally, Ashley and I are now on the street shaking food, like, ah, Lily, screaming, like, have you seen a cat? Uh, maybe she's in the bush, like for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Finally, like, I'm distraught. Like, we are distraught. We're like, she fucking swam away. It's over. <laughs> you know, there's like some fox that was coming by every once in a while. The fox ate her. So, and then, like, I don't know, 15 minutes later, she just came out of, like, some other spot. She was sleeping. And it was like, you fucking asshole. We so upset. find one of the cats, like, almost every other day. And I'm like, it's mind-blowing. The they have their little spots. She yeah. had found, like, a little end table, that, uh, and she was behind it. We didn't know that the back was off. She was sort of sleeping behind it. Okay. Now, the other time she actually did get out was at this apartment when we just moved in. We were deciding that Lily, I'm pointing over to uh, our little, uh, whatever you call it, our, our, what is that, a balcony? So we're at a balcony. We're like, you know what? She's scared. She's not going to do anything. What, is she going to jump the store? She knows to not do that. So we started, like, there's, like, little vinyl camping seat that we had out there when we first moved before we had our table and chair set up. And she loved, like, you scratch the little vinyl, she jumps right on it. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, we're going to allow Lily to go out on the porch. She's going to be able to be at a porch cat, a balcony cat. She's going to enjoy her life. It'll be great. And then we got kind of like a little too lenient. And like Ashley was working in the bedroom. And I'm just like, Lily's out there. She's fine. I'm going to come in here and do some business. So I'm like making breakfast or something. And uh, I'm, I'm looking at the cat. Cat's there. I'm making my eggs. I'm looking at the cat. Cat's there. I'm making toast. I'm looking at the cat. Cat's not there. I eat some toast. And I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. That cat's not there. And I go back. And then Ashley comes out of the bedroom. And she's like, Lily's on the windowsill. She had jumped from the balcony to the windowsill in the bedroom. And the way Ashley describes it is she's like typing. And she's like, you know, working on some writing thing. And she's like, okay, I'm working. She looks over at the window. She's like, what's up, Lily? And then she's like, what the fuck? And, you know, and so like. It's like baby's day out. Yeah. That had been the other way around. It would have been like I was sitting there jacking off. And then all of a sudden yeah. the cat jumped off. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, my God. And Lily, we're like, what is she going to do? So Ashley runs down to like see if she jumps. And Lily just gets to the edge. And the funniest thing I've ever seen my cat do to this day, she gets to the edge, realizes there's nowhere else to walk. And watching a cat walk backwards yeah. is hilarious. It's very funny. And she, she's like, this ain't working for me. And she just walked backwards to the point that I grabbed her. And she has not been out there <laughs> since. I will hold her and bring her out there. 
But that was not that's not a survivable fall for people who want to know. You're on it's a second, a second floor. Story. She's a tiny She's cat. tiny. I mean, yeah. I don't know where she, she would have gotten to a, fallen into a bush or some shit like that. Mike Berbiglia wouldn't live on this floor. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a sleepwalk joke. <laughs> Cut that. Nobody gets Time it. Nobody knows that. it. Time I, code is. Um, I, uh, I That's the annoying part as well about. Letting Marv out, it seems like an easy transaction, but you have to watch him the entire time. You have, you have to, to watch sit him. there, you have to watch him, you have to make sure he's not getting any mischief. Yeah. And so it becomes more annoying than it needs to be. Now, uh, we're going to move on really quickly, but Danny, you put together our rundown. How do you ship a cat? Apparently there's a service when you are moving, if you don't want to take all of the other negative options that we've talked about, getting on a train with a cat, getting on a plane with a cat... Get, you know, there are all kinds of... Re- I don't think Marv could fit under a plane seat, so I'd probably have to either drive him or I'd have to go to PetRelocation.com. Not a sponsor of this show. No one we're affiliated with in any way or trying to disparage. <laughs> Pet Relocation sounds like a like a criminal... Like, or not a... Like a witness protection program. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if your cat has committed a crime, like mine clearly has... And he needs a new identity. Or if your cat uh, is part of the Catholic Church and has done inappropriate yeah, things to younger cats. Yeah, they just shuffle cats around. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of, I like that idea. Uh, PetRelocation.com will ship your cat. I just wanted to... I brought it up in the in the rundown because I just wanted to talk about You looked up something as it. if you were going to d- uh, add something to it, but then you just said the like, name. Yep, so the here's how it says. Our tr- pet transport process partners and expert employees guarantee your pet will be treated as a best friend should every step of the way, no matter the distance. That means cross country, international, okay. to the anywhere moon. you want to go. How a best friend would be treated. Uh, that means, like, I'm picturing any of us on a road trip, like we're hanging out, talking, eating snacks. Your, your cat will be dr- will drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> Look, there I'll- will be a Slim Jim in your cat's future. <laughs> they yeah. have a list of the places they ship to. United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand. Not very far Does it get into there. how they ship? They only ship to Frequen- Dubai. I'll Is that to- normal? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to frequently asked questions. Uh... No, they don't, ship, don't. They only ship to Big Mama's <laughs> cat to. soup house. <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically a, a cargo flight that will be full of other pets I'm and people curious. responsible I'm for pets. I just was curious if it's just another guy who flies with your cat. Absolutely, yes, that, according to this. That I'm more on board with. Yeah. Like, that's like, okay... Um, we pay for international flights for people. They just have to hold the cat. <laughs> yeah. When you do look up shipping your cat, it is what they call it. But it's not putting your cat into a box and taping it up and poking holes in it and throwing it in the back of a UPS truck. It is what it sounds like. Also, they really make it a point to sound like these are professionals in a way. Like, what's the? what, what do you mean? What's the training? Do they go to this? No one goes to school for cat transportation. Honestly, it seems like a fun job. You load up cats onto a big plane, and you fly with them, and you make sure that they're happy. And the pilot is also a cat. <laughs> I think that's it's Toonces. Okay, so we, we're going to move on to our next segment. And yeah, that I, one sucks. I, I did put... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I don't even know if that We was all a get one dud per show. Now, I wanted more information. I don't know if that was a segment. I feel like... I, feel like no, I, think it's, I think it's really helpful that every now and then we put out <laughs> real information instead of just making weird jokes. Yeah. <laughs> 
we're going to do something called the Cat Travel Diaries, and we've all taken it upon ourselves, except for Zach Broussard. Yeah, I kind of... I have a kid. I don't <laughs> He's really a kid. care. <laughs> and uh, uh, so we, uh, we, we actually had to go. We dug through our cat stuff, and we actually found travel diaries from the three of our cats that are that participated and uh we we've decided we're going to read a couple of entries yeah. from our from our travel diaries um would you like to go would you like to yeah, go sure. first yeah i have one I'll, I'll read greg's first greg greg wrote this one uh actually during the time that me and my wife were dating Ooh. okay and uh so here's uh greg wrote this it goes uh all right. Today rocked. The dude who took me home a few months ago took the little bed thing with handles on it out of the closet, and I immediately jumped in like I always do. No other cat in the world does that, but I do, because I'm Greg and I rule. Next thing I know, I'm basically flying through all these neat places and letting the wind blow through my... Fr- Sorry, Ashley just walked in, and now I'm embarrassed that I'm reading this. I, mean, I just, Don't be embarrassed. This is the it's first a little time, embarrassing. I gotta it's say, of all the things... Over. When you earlier were saying you were embarrassed to well, say you were a pussy boy... she did make a fish. Went, oh I mean, she's what? judging you, but just start over. Oh, yeah. Listen, she, first of all, this you shouldn't be embarrassed. Greg should be embarrassed. This is his diary. Yeah, this is. Well, now point. I feel like I got busted for reading Greg's diary. All right, let's get back into it, folks. This is our cat's lame-ass travel diaries. You want me to start again? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next thing I know, I'm basically flying through all these neat places and letting the wind blow through my fur as I get a full 360-degree view of, uh, of, uh, fuck. View out of this awesome netting. I love pressing my face against it. Then we got in the big loud teleporter thing and listened to those loud noises he listens to at home on the spinny thing and also the thing he stares at on his desk, except this was way louder and cooler. This guy rocks so hard. Then we got to this place that's like 10 times bigger than the place we usually hang out at, and that lady who puts her mouth on my head was there. She kisses my cat madly. That's what Danny does. Yeah. Very healthy. <laughs> Some white girl asshole cat lives there, and she sucks, so I chased her around and tackled her. It's pretty sweet that guys cat guy cats can hit girl cats. Totally cool that humans can't do that, though. I fully support that. Uh, I ate like a whole bag of her freeze-dried shrimp while I was over there, which I'm pretty sure is way more expensive than what I get at home. Then I took a monster dump in that white bitch's litter box. Pretty sure she thinks <laughs> I'm cool as hell. Traveling kicks ass. Very nice. I like how, how like that your cat cares whether or not it's a white bitch or not. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. very nice of your there, cat. Well, there probably is race in the cat community. Greg's gray and white, so he's he's mixed race. But That's true. He, like, he, uh, he likes to impress white Now, bitches. you found uh, something that Marv wrote as well, didn't you, Danny? Yes, I'll just I'll you know what I'll just break right into it. Please do. I can't tell you how like flushed I am. That was like, I've, I haven't felt embarrassment like that. Aren't you a professional comedic performer? <laughs> yeah, and I and I mean you know every now and again you get a flop sweat when you feel like it's just not hitting, but that was that was just a different level. Yeah, there's that. something. Wait, hold about on. Say the last line of your thing. Traveling kicks ass. <laughs> See, it rained for you. I loved it. <laughs> Hello, readers. Marv Patrick Mahomes Solomon here. And yes, I'm just as surprised as you that this lifelong SoCal cat was asked by United Airlines Hemispheres magazine (laughs) to write an article logging my first time traveling to Europe. Oh, it's a professional article. That's right. Uh, Europe, a place I have no ability to conceive of. (laughs) But I do love going outside, so open up the patio door and let's explore the world. 
My first stop was a city <laughs> called Paris. So many interesting smells and bugs and huge pointy objects in the distance that were very scary. So scary, in fact, that I ended up hiding under the first couch I could find. While I was there, I licked my asshole for about five hours, then fell asleep. All in all, I give the City of Lights three stars. Next up was Amsterdam, a renowned city for cats. I was told to check out the Van Gogh Museum and visit the Kuchenhof Tulip Gardens. Those were far, so I just chewed on a plant that was out front of the hotel, then threw up on my asshole while licking it. Sorry, Hollanders, two stars. My last stop was Florence, Italy. While everyone mentions the Renaissance architecture, the real thing they rave about is the food. Cured meats, fresh, soft cheeses, and succulent, oily tin fish. I tried them all, and I have to say, they were delicious. Mainly because all of them were set off by the subtle but crucial flavor of my asshole, which I had been licking all morning. Italy, you did not disappoint. Five stars. All in all, my Europe trip was the highlight of my nine years on Earth. I, can thank, I can't thank hemispheres enough for this opportunity. And as they say in Italy, mangiati il culo. Very nice, very nice. I just would have edited it with, as they say in Italy, meow. Well, <laughs> mangiati il culo for wow. the learned out there means lick your asshole. Oh, that's there good. There we then. go. I didn't know Thank that. you. Yeah, I never would have known that if I didn't ask. Now, Danny, you literally just took your travel log from Europe <laughs> and you just put put it in your cat's. Yeah, voice. I didn't want to do this assignment, so. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Um, I think I found I was high when in the t- the checks chain I said we should do this, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so far, so good. So far, no one's really been shut down with any pitches, have they? No, no, and we will continue to let everything go. Open forum. Um, so I found my cat's travel diary from when we uh, drove cross country, which I talked about earlier, and I don't think she had as good as a time as you guys and your cats. But here we go. <clears throat> Catpins log. Yeah, because like Catpins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Catpins log. Sometime in Meowvember 2021. The humans tricked me again. They made it seem like the scary cage was cool. I guess I fell for it. How am I supposed to resist four of the same treats I always get and my orange <laughs> floppy fish that doesn't flop anymore because the batteries ran out six months ago? No cat could resist such riches. There's some rem- remnants of catnip still in the flopless fish enough to make me forget my own name after licking it a few times. Wait, what's my name? Is it Litterbox? Yeah, I'll just run with that. I hope wherever they let me out of this cage is cooler than New Jersey. Talk soon. Catpins Log, day two, meowning. (laughs) Apparently, we are leaving New Jersey, and for good. Did anyone ask me? Nope. I mean, why would they? These are the same people who forced me to shit into a box inside their home. Freaks. Shit freaks. Oh well. The ride has been tough so far. They have me stowed away between the suitcase I stunk up by sleeping on it and the blanket I stunk up by sleeping on it. Although yesterday afternoon they actually opened the cage and tried to coax me out into the main cabin of the Volvo. Ha! Not falling for that one. There's no way these chumps are going to catch me enjoying this trip. Not letting them off that easy. Instead, I'll just sit in this prison and meow until the fat one puts on wait, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> That'll teach him. That big bitch hates fungicational programming. <laughs> Catpins log, who knows when. I'm fucked up. 
The human spiked my treats last night when I refused to get out of the crate once we got to the Quinta Inn. Do you blame me? The place smelled like piss and not the good kind. When they weren't looking, I bolted out and made a beeline for the box spring. Made sure to burrow as far as I could. They eventually coaxed me out with the same stale treats I always fall prey to. They taste good. A little too good that night. Eight minutes later, I was drooling more than Lena Dunham in an IHOP. <laughs> Wait, how do I know what those things are? This trip is taking a toll. Talk soon, if I'm awake. Catpin's log, somewhere near Flagstaff. I found out today we're moving to California. The only thing this cat knows about Cali is that the catnip is strong and that the big brother house is there. <laughs> That's all the humans keep talking about, seeing the big brother house. They want to yell over the wall. God, these two are dumb. <laughs> the nice thing about this trip is I can finally get a break from watching them watch reality TV. And that's all she wrote. And that was this. All right, so that was that segment. Oh, Zach? Great segment. That was a good uh, segment. I just want to reiterate, I did not participate. Mm-hmm. I saved everybody about five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I got one for holiday. That no, we're good. No. Time. No. Zach, what's your segment? I fucking wrote this shit. <laughs> All right, fine. No, I, don't, I don't get it. We we'll put know. our Patreon... Uh, patrons will be able to read all of Adam's extra material. Did you just say Patreon? It's Patreon. I don't fucking give a fuck. It's because, remember you said patrons right after it? Right, I don't know. So it's Patreon. Yes, fine. Great. All right, fine. We'll pay you from the Patreon funds. We'll all take the Patreon (laughs) funds. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to read it, but I'll, I'll just tell you it was about Holiday going to the vet. She screamed the whole time. She got jabbed with something, and then when she got home, she pissed on the carpet. Okay, we we could have seen you all did that the coming. Cliff's notes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking my headphones off. Kings Podcasts.